Alright guys, and welcome to another edition of Just a Guy Talking Football Podcast with PJ Janky. It's Friday, it is time for the Peas with PJ, but before we dive into that, let's go over our Thursday Peas with PJ, see how we did, kind of cover the game from last night. So, we had the Jets playing the Cleveland Browns, and they flackoed around and found out. Cleveland won this one, guys, big time, 37-20. So Cleveland won. Cleveland covered the 7.5, and, and it was over 34.5. I think it was like over 34.5 pretty much uh, by the second quarter. Um, Pretty much the start of the second quarter. Uh, it was all Browns in this one, guys. Flacco, uh, he had 309 uh, passing, passing yards, three touchdowns. Jerome Ford had 64 yards on the ground, but he received two touchdowns. And the Jaku went absolutely berserk because Amari Cooper wasn't playing with a heel. He had 134 yards receiving. I mean, he had 100 yards receiving, I think, in the first quarter. But needless to say, so our little pop, our parlay yesterday of Flacco 225 plus over one and a half touchdowns. It voided the Amari Cooper 50 yards receiving because he didn't play. 40-plus yards for Njoku, and then the 75 rushing receiving yards for Brees Hall. That all came through for you, so I hope you followed me on that one. The Browns clinched the playoffs for the third time since 1999 and the first time since 2020. So very exciting stuff in Cleveland. They finished the year 8-1 and one at home. Like I said, they were absolutely Superman at home. And it just kind of goes to show you the Jets, they had some fight in them for, for the first half, guys. But it was Browns pretty much all the way. The Browns' offense was just super clicking in the first quarter, especially. Kind of slowed down after that. Second half was definitely not as high scoring. It didn't need to be. Browns just kind of threw it in cruise control and let their defense, their number one defense, do their thing. They are definitely going to be uh, a tough out in the playoffs. They've got the number five seed right now, so I think they would probably go to whoever probably wins the AFC South, which I think Jacksonville's still in the lead on that one, but you've got the Colts and the Texans all all tied with Jacksonville record-wise, so it's going to be really interesting to see how that plays out, and I could definitely see the Browns going into whatever uh, stadium there and winning that game. So, needless to say, the P's with PJ from Thursday were awesome. Let's move on to the Friday Peas with PJ. All right, guys. So we're going to start off with the Saturday game in between Detroit versus Dallas. This is a tough one, guys. It's all about seeding here. I mean, Dallas needs to kind of stay in. So I like Dallas to win this game. I don't know if they're going to blow Detroit out. I think Detroit's kind of rolling right now. So I'm going to take Detroit five and a, plus the five and a half. And I am going to take the under of 52. This game, I know it screams to a lot of people that it's going to be a shootout. I don't know if it's going to be a shootout. I kind of feel like we're going to see a lot of running. We're going to see somewhat of a scoring game, but I don't think we're going to see over 52. All right, San Francisco versus Washington. This is where San Francisco gets its head back right. San Francisco, San Francisco minus the 12.5 and, and over of 50. Next up, we've got Arizona visiting Philly. I like Philly in this one, guys. But Philly loves to play with these teams, so 12 points is way too much for a Philly team to beat a team by. So Arizona plus the 12, and give me under a 48 and a half. 
Next up, Atlanta versus Chicago. I know Atlanta needs this game more. I just have a feeling that Chicago is going to be ready to play this game. So I'm going to take Chicago. I'm going to take Chicago minus a three, and I'm going to take the over of 38. I think it's a pretty low uh, over underscore, especially for both these teams. I think they have a little bit more offense than uh, Vegas is thinking in this one. All right, next up, we got Miami versus Baltimore, guys. I would like Miami if they were healthy. They're just not. Now, I know Baltimore's got a couple injuries, too. I mean, basically, Miami side, Mostart and A-Chain did not practice yesterday. Waddle is supposedly out. Tyreek Hill didn't practice. I'm going to guess that the running backs and Tyreek Hill are going to play in this game. Waddle's out. On the Baltimore side, you've got Kyle Hamilton. He sat out. Zay Flowers sat out. So they got a little banged up on the Baltimore defense. They still got plenty of pieces to play. That's the thing. Baltimore's defense is, is a little bit more physical, especially than what Miami might like. And with Miami not being fully healthy with all their weapons, I like Baltimore in this one, guys. So Baltimore, Baltimore minus a three and a half. I, I originally, my first thought in this game was ta- to take the under. But I'm going to, I convinced myself to take the over of 47. We'll just have to see. I mean, Baltimore's been putting up a lot of points as of late. So, and, you know, basically, if you look at it, it you know, a 27-21 game. Okay, yeah, I, I can be sold on that. All right, next up, we got New England versus Buffalo. I like Buffalo, but as we know, New England loves to play Buffalo tough. So I'm going to take New England plus the 13, and I am going to take the over of 40. Pretty low, pretty low score there, especially for Buffalo and New England, who like to to like when they play each other, like to go off a little bit. All right, next up, the New Orleans Saints and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in Tampa. Uh, this one can definitely help decide the NFC South. I think Tampa needs needs to keep winning. I do see Tampa Bay winning. I think they're rolling here. They're kind of clicking very well. And especially, I don't trust New Orleans whatsoever. So Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay minus two and a half. And give me the over of 42. Both these teams like to put up some points. Okay, moving right along. We've got Carolina versus Jacksonville. I like Jacksonville to win this game, guys. Carolina's been playing a lot better ball lately, and Jacksonville hasn't. So I'm going to take Carolina to cover the six. So Carolina plus six, and I'm going to take the over of 38. That seems pretty ridiculous. I know Jacksonville's defense is pretty good, but I still think both of these teams will put up some points. All right, next up, we got the Rams visiting the Giants. I like the Rams, guys, in this one. I like the Rams minus the five and a half, and I like the over 43. I know the Rams like to let teams back in late, but usually they're up by multiple scores, so they'll cover this one. All right, next up, Las Vegas Raiders versus the Indianapolis Colts. I think this is a classic letdown spot for the Raiders. Indy lost a bad game last week, so they got to correct themselves. Raiders beat the Chiefs somehow by not completing a pass through three quarters. That's not going to hold up forever. Indy can put up a little bit more points. It's not a division foe. I see a classic letdown for the Raiders. So Indy, Indy minus three and a half, and give me the over 42 and a half. All right, next up, Houston versus Tennessee. All right, here's what we got in this one. Looks like C.J. Stroud is practicing. He's out of the concussion protocol. Will Levis is also a full participant in practice. So looks like we're going to have those both those quarterbacks back in. 
That's okay. I still like Houston. Houston's got more to fight for here. I like Houston minus the four, but give me the under of 44. I don't see a high-scoring game in this one whatsoever, especially with both these guys coming back from being out for a week or so. All right, next up, Pittsburgh versus Seattle. This is where Mason Rudolph's story, I think, comes crashing back down to earth. Seattle's not an easy place to play. I like Seattle. Give me Seattle minus a three and a half and give me the under of 41. All right, next up, guys, we got Cincinnati versus Kansas City. All right, Kansas City, I'm going to pick you to win again, okay? But I'm not picking you to cover anymore. You, you don't have that ability. So Cincinnati plus a six and a half and give me over 44. Probably going to be a shootout. Next up, the Chargers versus Denver. The Jared Stidham-led Broncos will beat up the Easton Stick-led Chargers. I think Sean Payton's going to open up the playbook a little bit. I think Sean Payton wants to prove himself right for betting Russell Wilson. Expect a little bit of offensive firepower from the Broncos in this one. So Denver, Denver minus 3.5, over 37. Next up, Green Bay versus Minnesota. Ooh, tough game, tough game. The guy that both these teams got to uh, win to stay alive in the playoff picture. I'm going to take Green Bay. I don't trust the Minnesota quarterback uh, carousel whatsoever. Now it's going to be Jaron Hall. They can't decide on who to throw at it, much like I talked about yesterday, why they're going to sign Kirk Cousins to long term. So Green Bay, Green Bay plus one. Give me the over of 43 and a half. All right, guys, we've got a little bit of uh, action for you. I did a little bit of a single game parlay for tomorrow's game, Dallas versus Detroit. Here we go. Let's start off with a C.D. Lamb anytime touchdown. I paired that with 250-plus alternate passing yards for Dak Prescott. Jameer Gibbs over 48.5 rushing yards. And Amon Ra St. Brown over six and a half receptions. Those four together get you plus 550. Book that one all day. All right, I did a small parlay for Sunday's action. I got Baker Mayfield over one and a half passing touchdowns. I've got Isaiah Likely over 43 and a half receiving yards. And I got Kyron Williams alternate rush and receiving yards. 100 plus. You book those three together, you get plus 509. All right, we got a little bowl action. So let's go for our college corner of the Peas with PJ. I got a couple things that I did for you guys, okay? Here's some of the things that I like. I like ND uh, today, guys. So I did a little ND single game parlay. So ND minus the six. I like Jeremiah, uh, Jeremiah Love. Anytime touchdown, I like 70-plus rushing yards for love, and I like ND to score over 20.5 points. That gets you to plus 310. Book that all day. I think Oregon State lost their coaching staff. They lost their quarterback. I think they lost both their uh, two big, two their two top quarterbacks. So ND in this one, guys, I think they got more of a stable team. All right, then I did another four-leg parlay for you for uh, some games that I like from today and tomorrow. Okay, for today's game, later tonight, Mizzou versus Ohio State. I like the under of 49. Tomorrow's game, Old Miss versus Penn State. I like the under of 48 and a half. I like Georgia 
to cover the minus 20. Yes, I know that's a lot of points. Georgia is pissed off that they're not in the playoffs. I know Florida State is too. But Georgia's got way more offensive capability than Florida State. So Georgia minus 20. And then I did take the ND minus 6 today. You put those four together, plus 1228. I know it's a lot. It's big time. Let's see what happens. Let's roll the dice. I just think that I like the two unders, and I like both those other teams to cover. All right, guys, that will do it for the Friday edition of the Peas with PJ on Just a Guy Talking Football podcast. Stay tuned Monday. We're going to have a special College Corner edition of Peas with PJ for all the New Year's Day Bowls. And I'll give you some great Peas with PJ for especially the college playoff games that night of Alabama versus Michigan and Washington versus Texas. All right, guys, other than that, Thanks again for joining Just a Guy Talking Football Podcast, but I am out.